Good morning. Welcome to our weekly podcast, Tea Time with Tommy. It's where we take a few minutes each week and share a cup of tea together. I'm hopefully able to give some encouragement as we look at different scriptures and devotional thoughts. Today's podcast is brought to you by Pineapple Sage Herbal Tea from Plum Deluxe. This autumn seasonal favorite combo is a highlight. The pineapple gives you that invigorating, beachy, tropical feeling, while the sage is that autumn warm blanket. So sit back with your cup of tea and relax for these few minutes together as we listen to where this week's podcast will take us. Good morning. A warm teacup welcome to all those who are listening with us today. I hope that you found you something uh, nice to relax and drink along with us as we look through uh, the book of Esther. Last week, uh, we began walking through Esther together. and We looked at chapter 1 uh, with the reminder of doing the right thing, even when it's hard. Knowing that God will be glorified in that and that His perfect will will be accomplished regardless But by doing the right thing, greater blessings will be in store for us. As we continue to look through Esther, I think we're going to be able to pull something from each chapter individually. Uh, At least that's our plan right now. So uh, today we're going to look at chapter 2. The court of King Ahasuerus, or Xerxes, according to uh, which translation you might have, uh, it's now in need of a new queen after the events of chapter 1. The question is, how is the leader of one of the world's greatest empires, empires excuse me, going to find a suitable bride? Now, I'm not really going to focus on the selection process, if you will. Uh, I do encourage you again to read the entire chapter at some point this week, only uh, 23 verses. But to sum up, uh, the king and his advisors were focused on the outer beauty of who would become queen. So basically what we have is in 479 B.C., a beauty pageant. But little did they realize what was truly at work. God was bringing about the one who had true beauty from within, who possessed godly character and commitment to her people. And of course, that queen would ultimately be Esther. Again, here in Scripture, we're given uh, both her Hebrew name. uh, In verse 7, we're given... Hadassah, uh, as well as her Persian name, Esther. Now, uh, Hadassah is derived from the Hebrew word for myrtle tree. Uh, And if you remember, Isaiah uses the myrtle tree to describe life and abundance uh, instead of drought and death because of the deep roots uh, that can find water. So Hadassah uh, is life and the abundance of it. And as we discussed, Uh, It's because of Esther becoming queen that the lineage of the Jewish people uh, and David's line was able to continue. The name Esther is derived from the Persian word meaning star. Uh, And so that's that's what we'll we'll use. We'll use Esther uh, as we continue to uh, refer uh, through chapter 2 today. What I want us to look at ultimately is our focus today is on a phrase, a two-word phrase that's found three times here in chapter 2, but throughout uh, the entire book of Esther. Those two words are obtained favor. I'm going to read uh, just a few verses. I'm going to begin in chapter 2, verse 15, 
and read through verse 18, and we'll see two of those incidences of obtained favor. Verse 15, Now when the turn came for Esther, the daughter of Abihail, the uncle of Mordecai, who had taken her as his daughter, to go into the king, she requested nothing but what Haggai, the king's eunuch, the custodian of the women, advised. And Esther obtained favor in the sight of all who saw her. So Esther was taken to King Ahasuerus into his royal palace in the tenth month, which is the month of Tebeth in the seventh year of his reign. The king loved Esther more than all the other women, and she obtained grace and favor in his sight more than all the virgins. So he set the royal crown upon her head and made her queen instead of Vashti. And the king made a great feast, the feast of Esther, for all his officials and servants. And he proclaimed a holiday in the provinces and gave gifts according to the generosity of the king. Esther's beauty was not to be denied, but it was who she was on the inside that allowed her to obtain favor. As I mentioned throughout the book, we find uh, at least seven occurrences of those those words together, obtaining favor. Now, our definition uh, of the word favor is simply something done or granted out of goodwill rather than from justice or from uh, remuneration, a kind act. Uh, in other words, something that can't be earned. Uh, we would show someone favor when we treat them with a special kindness or when we grant them uh, a special blessing or a gift or or do something to help improve uh, the quality of their life. But the Hebrew word for favor is a term that's used throughout the Scripture, and it's used for the particular focus of describing God's character. And it is loyal love. The loyal love of God is obtained favor. Esther had won the favor of uh, Haggai uh, in verse 8 that we didn't read. Uh, she had won the favor of all who saw her in verse 15 where we began. and Then in verse 17, she ultimately won the favor of the king. But what we don't want to miss is that first and foremost, she had the favor. She had obtained favor from Yahweh. God Almighty had shown His favor to her and was continuing in that favor through allowing her to be chosen as the queen. God's favor is based on His sovereignty because He's certainly under no obligation to act, uh, but He does so according to His pleasure. He does so freely and out of His goodness. His favor uh, can be accomplished through other people uh, as well as through our circumstances. And God shows that certain favor uh, or grace to everyone, uh, even including uh, the righteous and the wicked. Uh, in Matthew 5, 45, Jesus revealed, For He causes His Son to rise on the evil and the good and sends rain on the righteous and the unrighteous. Now, th this is God's goodness. This, this is the goodness that God shows to all mankind regardless of our character. However, uh, though the evil and the unrighteous encounter God's favor, it, it doesn't change them. Isaiah explained to us uh, in Isaiah 26, 10, 
Though the wicked is shown favor, he does not learn righteousness. He deals unjustly in the land of uprightness and does not perceive the majesty of the Lord. Apart from God's loyal love, apart from the favor that God shows to all mankind, there's those, there's that special favor uh, for His children, uh, where God directly blesses us. He creates. Uh, the favorable dispositions in our hearts and in the hearts of others. Uh, and, and that is why we are able uh, to treat others with, with kindness is because of God's favor in us, because of the Holy Spirit indwelling within us. Um, some examples of, of God's favor. Noah found favor uh, in the eyes of the Lord. Joseph found favor uh, through his circumstances. Uh, and before the Exodus, God had promised, uh, I will grant these people favor in the sight of the Egyptians. And it shall be that when you go, you will not go empty-handed. Uh, we read in Exodus 3, uh, verse 20. Ruth found favor in Boaz's sight. God granted Daniel favor. The list goes on and on. What I want to encourage you with today is to remind you that you are on that list. Those who love God... Those who, who love His ways, seeking His wisdom, opening ourselves up to all of His favor. Uh, the psalmist writes in 147, The Lord favors those who fear Him, those who wait for His loving kindness. Solomon uh, reminds us in the Proverbs, Do not let kindness and truth leave you. Bind them around your neck. Write them on the tablet of your heart so you will find favor and good repute in the sight of God and man. And also in uh, Proverbs chapter 8, Blessed is the man who listens to me, watching daily at my gates, waiting at my doorpost. For he who finds me finds life and obtains favor from the Lord. There's that two-word phrase again. The favor of God is a universal language of His love for us. I just want you to be encouraged today. There are going to be so many times when circumstances say no. There are going to be so many times when other people say no. But God says yes. His favor, His love for us. One of my favorite TV shows is NCIS. And the main character is Special Agent Leroy Jethro Gibbs. I, I, you know, folks make fun of me. I, I have hung on with him all 16 seasons, I think. But one of the things about his character is he has lists of rules. And one of those rules is there's no such thing as coincidences. For you and I as believers in the Lord Jesus Christ, there is no such thing as coincidences. There are only God incidents. The Lord will bless. The Lord will keep. We are His children. His favor is upon us through His grace, mercy, and loyal love. Thank you again so much for joining us on this week's podcast as we looked at chapter 2 of Esther and how she obtained favor. The favor of of a loyal, loving God. You and I, as His children, have obtained that favor, certainly not through anything we've done, but praise Him. 
He will never leave us nor forsake us. I look forward to hosting you again next week on Tea Time with Tommy. But until then, may your cup overflow with His blessings. <laughs>